Welcome back. Marvin B. here with another round of interviews from the ASCII Success Summit in Orlando, Florida that I attended over October 27th and 28th. And today I have a couple of rookies that I'm bringing uh, to share with you. One of the benefits of being able to attend live conferences is the chance to actually see people face-to-face, intermingle with them, share thoughts, ask questions, all of that good stuff. So I have Kristen Pittman from Solutions and Diana Giles from Skyline IT Management. I'm going to go ahead and get to the interviews and let you hear them, and then I will be right back with some observations. Hello, friends. Marvin B. here, back again, live at ASCII, and I found a person that I said I've got to get on the show. I met somebody named Kristen Pittman, who I believe is going to be a fantastic guest. I've grabbed her for a few minutes here at ASCII, and then we're going to try to get her on a full show a little bit later. But uh, Kristen is from a company called Solutions, and... uh, Let's see what we got to say. So, Kristen, how are you? I'm good, Marvin. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. So you uh, are here at ASCII, and let's just, first of all, tell us about yourself and your company. So I have been in technology since 1998, kind of fell into it. My father had invested in an ISP way back when, and that's where I got involved, but then transitioned onto the custom application and software development side of things. So I'm not a traditional MSP like you are, or even a hybrid like you are. Um, we are permanently in the software space, working with SharePoint, D365, access systems, SQL backend, all that good stuff. No. So all the stuff that most MSPs want to avoid. You want to avoid it only when your client needs it. Then you (laughs) want to partner with us so that we can make sure that client has what they need. Their need. All right. And and we talked about a couple of things, a scenario that most of us would be uh, used to is migrating your customer with an on-prem SharePoint um, process from the old SBS server days, yeah. migrating that up to the cloud version of SharePoint. So Absolutely. you guys do stuff like that, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, today, still without much incident, we can take 2007 SharePoint and we can move that up to Azure. And then we can also um, customize that, add new things to it. I mean, a lot of people just think SharePoint is a document management system. In its infancy, it was, but there's so much more to it now. So there's so much more we can do. But yeah, absolutely can, can do the migration of that or can implement it and start brand new. Or even take um, file servers and move that over to SharePoint. So a lot of fun things. Nice, nice. So we also talked a little bit. This is your first ASCII event. It is. I am an ASCII newbie. All right. And how long has your company been in business? We've been in business since 1998. So, of course, I got to ask, what took you so long to come to ASCII? Um, I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> Not quite sure what took us so long, but a lot of our MSP partners were saying, you you need to look at ASCII. You need to join ASCII. You need to see what ASCII is all about. And we did. And I'll tell you what, I have been pleasantly surprised. The camaraderie, the knowledge sharing, it's phenomenal. It, and you can really ask anything. You get all the answers and thrown in with that is a lot of, a lot of good conversation, a lot of personalization. I mean, I learned today that you're a comedian on the side. So, you know, how great is that? Well, that's just, that's my, uh, as the wife would call it, that's the fun <laughs> Marvin. So 
it works. And now you are also, you have an office here in Florida. Correct. But you're also from. I'm from the Philadelphia area. Pennsylvania. Yes. Okay. Uh, don't ask, don't ask Gino's or Pat's because it's Jim's all the way. I have no idea what that means. Gino or Pat's steaks. Oh. Cheese steaks. But okay. I'm a, I'm a Jim's girl, South Street. All right. So. I was going to ask you, you know, is it, um, who are the guys? It was, um, Carson Wentz or Nick oh, Foles? Um, Nick Foles. Okay. Definitely, definitely Nick Foles. Yeah. Yeah. Carson is it, Wentz. Um, is it because he won? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And we, for people who that. don't follow sports at all, Carson Wentz and Nick Foles were quarterbacks for the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles. And Carson Wentz was the starter who got hurt and Nick Foles took them to the Super Bowl, beat the New England Patriots. Correct. The next year, Carson Wentz was back at being the starter, got hurt again, and Nick Foles took them. I think you made it to the championship game. Correct. Did not go to the Super Bowl again, but yes. And then they said, okay, enough of this. We got to dump Nick Foles because Carson Wentz isn't. (laughs) And and dump Doug Peterson as the uh, head coach. As the head coach. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Nothing to do with tech, but just a fun conversation to have. Uh, kind of like some of the Florida man stories that I'll try oh, goodness to gracious. get you to talk about on oh. the real podcast when we do. Because uh, um, not only do you have an office in St. Petersburg, you actually lived in Key West for a little bit. I did. I lived, I lived downtown. Yes, there are houses downtown. Yes, we actually do live there. Um, love Love Key West. I, I am a Keys girl all the way. It's my happy place. Really? Yeah. The minute I hit that wall in a Key Largo, the, the turquoise color wall, all of my stresses, everything just melts away. I am, I am just perfectly calm and happy. All right. So how did Key West come on the radar being from Philadelphia? So <laughs> in a previous life, I worked in water sports. Um, parasailing and wave running to be exact. And I, I ran an operation and in the summer we were on the Jersey shore. So I am also a shore girl. Okay. And in the winter you need to go somewhere warm because you obviously cannot do those activities in the cold. So we would go to Key West in the winter. And that's where I, that's where I fell in love with Key West. Okay. So we got a lot of tangents we can go on. Oh, absolutely. My goodness gracious. Absolutely. So did you, uh, I'm going to retract that question because we, we, we might be here for a long, long time. Wow. Um, okay. So your solution, Solutions, is geared towards MSP partners like us. Correct. And is it always a custom solution or do you guys do, you know, maintenance type stuff? Do you have plans that MSPs can partner with you on or? Or anything like yeah, that? Yes. So specifically, the customization comes into play with regards to um, softwares, uh, taking an access system. Um, we can we can migrate that to a SQL backend .NET frontend. We can then maintain that with our D365 clients and D365 being the dynamic side of, of Microsoft, which okay. includes finance and operations, business essentials, CRM, sales, all of that. Um, once that has already been implemented and, and being used, and even if someone else implemented that for you, we can then come in and offer an ongoing service and maintenance plan. Uh, X number of hours a month to help you, you know, train your employees on it, to customize it, add to it, work with you on it. So 
working with our MSP partners, you guys are the ones that are in there. You're meeting with the client, you're working with them, um, not specifically in your wheelhouse, but that's where then we can come in and work with you on that. And we do obviously are going to work together because again, we're not handling, you know, the M365 side of things. That's, that's where you're taking care of that licensing, all of that stuff. So that's where then we are a great partner and a fit for that for our MSPs. All right. Well, Krista, I want to thank you for stealing a few minutes and coming here. I'll let you get back to the conference here, but we've got your website as solutions.com spelled C Y L U T I O N S. And uh, that's probably the place to go for people that want to contact you later, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Come find us, send us a request, give us a call and let's see what we can do to help you. All right. We'll have that link in the show notes and folks that was Kristen Pittman, Solutions, And, uh, I think she'll be a great guest on a future podcast. Kristen, Thanks. thank you very much. Oh, Marvin, thank you. So, so glad to meet you and talk with everyone. All right, everybody. See you soon. Hello again, friends. Marvin B here. We are once again live at ASCII. And today I am joined by Diana Giles. Some of you may remember her from a previous podcast, Skyline IT Management. Diane, how are you? Great. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. So we are here in Orlando enjoying the ASCII Success Summit. How's it going for you? Going great. Having a really good time. Yep. Now, if I remember correctly, this is your first ASCII event. Is that correct? Yes. First ASCII event. Uh, I'm a new ASCII member as of this year, and uh, I'm happy to be able to come this year. All right. And so this is actually day two. So just to give everybody perspective, so you had a full day one and anything stand out to you as something that is meaningful that you're going to take back? Uh, well, really, I, I got a better look at some of the products that I'd already been considering. So as far as that, that was probably one of the biggest takeaways. And then I do really always enjoy engaging with the other participants and uh, learning from them. So that that at most conferences is what I appreciate the most. Okay. You were also at TechCon Unplugged up in Chicago. And uh, I believe that this is now your second full-time conference that you've been to, right? Well, second one um, this year. This year. Okay. um, Yeah. it's uh, So far, I probably have gotten a little bit more technical information from TechCon Unplugged, but I know we have a full day ahead of us today still. So that is true. that. That is true. And what about, now you actually came early. So you got to have a little fun on this trip. <laughs> yes. Um, my husband and I decided to come a few days ahead and take advantage of uh, going to Florida. So we spent three days at Universal Studios uh, riding roller coasters and, and walking around for three days. So I was ready to sit down and, and chill for a little bit <laughs> and listen to pres- presenters. Wow. So, wow, roller coasters for three whole days. Yes, and lots of walking. My my watch told me we did a lot of walking. Yeah. <laughs> so, so which parts did you do? We did Universal Studios and we did Islands of Adventure. Okay, it's been quite a while since I've been to those. So, anything you know new that uh, people told you to go see, or did you just walk in and 
Yeah, uh, well, we knew about the Harry Potter parts because okay. um, my daughter-in-law is a pretty big Harry Potter fan uh, from when she was little, and my kids too. And uh, so those were, I thought, probably the coolest areas uh, just because – they they just really did them well, and mm-hmm. if you're a fan of those books at all, uh, you can appreciate that. And so, and the rides were were fun. Uh, I'm a pretty conservative on the roller coasters and the rides. Uh, I can't handle. Uh, um, you have to explain that. What does that mean to be conservative <laughs> on a roller coaster ride? Well. I can't handle the ones that are too crazy. Um, so, so no Space Mountain for you? Is that what no, you're no, saying? No, no, no. Okay. My husband rode several by himself, <laughs> so I I could ride some of them if they weren't if they were considered family friendly roller coasters. Okay. Then I was able to do them, but uh, you know, and I'll, some of the 3D stuff can get a little can mess with your head quite a bit. So uh, I had to be careful about those. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, it's always nice to see that people can get a little family time. Yeah. And wrap it around a business expense type trip. So that worked out great. Glad for, for you and your husband there. Yeah, it was really fun. We hadn't been to any of those kind of parks um, before, Disney or whatever. So, like ever? No, we'd, you know, we'd like your to, whole life? No, we'd gone to Six Flags and SeaWorld, but we'd never been to the big ones here. In Florida. Oh, well, see, welcome to Florida. That's right. And now I guess you got to come back because you got to do the rest of them now. Right. Yeah, we may do that sometimes. Okay. All right, Lynn, I want to, uh, I'm sorry, Diana. <laughs> My middle name's Lynn, so hey. Well, I, I was trying to, you know, because I, I got to decide, am I going to call you Lynn? Am I going to call you Lady Di? Am I going to call you Giles? So we'll figure I'll it answer out. Answer to it all. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I want to thank you for taking a few minutes out of the conference and saying hello to everybody. I will let you get back to it and hope that you have more fun. Okay, you too. All Thanks. right, thanks. All right, I want to say thank you to Kristen Pittman with Solutions and Diana Giles Skyline IT Management. And I want to go back and reiterate the point I made before the interviews that I think the ability to see people face to face at live conferences is going to be something that we all will relish going forward, you know, for the 18 months or so during COVID when we couldn't do this virtual meetings are nice and they save time. Sometimes they save money, but the real advantage of being able to see people face to face is not just, you know, the camaraderie and the, the face to face and being able to, you know, see somebody and shake their hand, but the benefits of being able to actively engage in conversation while you're sitting in a presentation and being able to look over at somebody and ask them a question for, or clarification or their experience and being able to share that I think is something that I can tell you I missed. And I think that a lot of the people that were at the last two events that I went to missed, of course, I'm talking about TechCon Unplugged, which I went to in Chicago and a smaller event. So it was easy to interact with people and engage the ASCII success summit that I went to in Orlando, a little bit bigger, more vendors, but still small enough that you could, you know, feel like you're really a part of it as opposed to the super conferences that we can go to. And, you know, you may or may not see somebody, you know, you may not spend time with them. This particular conference, I actually had a crew 
that we sat with. Now, a few weeks ago, Mike Smith and I talked about conferences and should we stay or should we go? And I convinced Mike to go to this ASCII event. So Mike Smith was a part of our table for both days. And then Diana Giles, whom some of you met at TechCon, some of you heard on a previous podcast, was also a part of the crew. And then Kristen Pittman was somebody who came and sat at our table. And for some reason, we just clicked. And when we started talking about her company and what she does, obviously, it was easier because it sounds like something that I will be able to use in the future. I've got people with SharePoint that we need to do some migrations. I have some customers that have custom databases that need to be maintained. Some of them will need to be migrated as well. They're running on old, you know, access 2000 databases. So we're going to need to get those migrated and stuff. And her company, I would have never have found out about had we done a virtual event or if I did not go to this. So there's a, a perfect example of why getting out and seeing people, in my opinion, is the way to go. And I also need to give a shout out to ASCII because they did a fantastic job of getting people to interact. Now, you know, of course, it could be just the number of vendors and people want to get out and, and talk to as many vendors as possible. But I think they did something a little bit better with their icebreakers and they're forcing people to stand up and go meet other people. One of the things that ASCII does at this event is it, is it tells you bring a hundred plus business cards. And there are two in particular sessions where literally the session is standing up, walking around the room, finding people you don't know, and exchanging business cards. Some of them are going to be other ASCII members that you have met for the first time, and you can talk about different parts of the state or country that you're from, services that you offer. You might be able to complement each other. Or, of course, the vendors, and you get a little bit more of an informal conversation with them. So those are the things that I think ASCII did really well this time. And uh, so I just gave you the perspective of two first-time ASCII event goers, both Kristen and Diana. Uh, this was the first time. Actually, Mike Smith as well. All three of them, this was their first experience at an ASCII event. I've been to a few. So while I didn't really feel like a concierge or a guide, it was just nice to kind of get them into the ASCII experience and share feedback both during sessions, both during the vendor hall and things like that, exposing them to other vendors, all in all a very good experience. And one extra point that I will throw in now, while what stays at, what is what happens at ASCII stays at ASCII, especially after hours, I will say this, Beware of playing uh, poker with Diana Giles. Just something I'm going to throw out there, and you can ask her about that when you see her. That's going to do it for this episode. I will be back real soon with some more interviews from the ASCII Success Summit in Orlando. As always, thank you very much for downloading and subscribing to the show. We'll see you soon, and until then, holla. <laughs>